Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. I'm Jenny Heldendaller. And I'm Calder Sprinkle. And today we're joined by Lauren Peterson, senior majoring in sociology and government. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You have some interesting opinions about music. <laughs> that makes I it sound hear. like they're like very hot takes. <laughs> I do. I, I am a big a big music fan. <laughs> and that's what we're getting at. No, I um can't really imagine my life without music. You know, I get my money's worth out of my AirPods. <laughs> Whether that be just like walking, driving in my car, like oh, nothing is better than like the windows down and you got your music on. And I'm a big fan, to say the least. Where did you recognize this passion that you had? Yeah. What do you think was that moment that you really discovered music? Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely think it happened in college. I think music has always been like present in my life. Both of my parents have like very distinct music taste. And so I remember just like growing up and like listening to what they put on in the car. And my brother is also like really into music. So I think it was always just kind of in the background of my life. And I like I enjoyed it a lot in like high school, but it was always just like it was just like there and I didn't I don't think I really realized its impact. But then just like coming to college I really found it as like a way to further connect with people. I also like, I do all of my work to music. So it was like, it pushes me to be productive in that regard or like gets me in the zone. Or it just is a very like comforting thing. Cause I think like, you know, walking around campus and you're not like chit chat with someone, it is a nice like kind of rhythmic thing to have. And so I think coming to college and like connecting with new people, well, it's like as simple as like, oh my God, I love this song. And then you're like, oh my gosh, we like the same artist. We like this, 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 and this. And so like, it is also a really great way to like bond with other people. Kind of that progression has made me realize how important it is to me. So the age-old question, what kind of music do you like to listen to? And also, how has it maybe changed over time? Oh my gosh, yes. I would say that my music taste has definitely like changed a lot over college. You know, being a senior, I often joke, it's like, aha, you know, in my washed up senior ways, I'm just constantly thinking about my four years here and <laughs> what happened. Um, and But a lot of that, like, applies to, like, my music taste. Like, if you, like, half of the people that I listen to now, I'm like, I would not have touched this, like, in high school. It Just, like, watching the progression has been really fun. But in terms of, like, specifics, like, when someone asks me about music taste, I normally will say that I love, my favorite genre is 90s R&B. Like, Doom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff. And, like, old, like, soul music, kind of, like, the intersection of that but I also listen to like a lot of like reggaeton I don't speak any Spanish at all but it is currently my number one genre and that is like solely just because like a lot of my friends speak Spanish and then we really liked similar like we liked Tyler the Creator like Charles Gambino and then they both kind of liked R&B and then from the R&B talks we talked a lot more about Spanish music I've gotten a lot into that and honestly that's like top in my R&B listening these days because it's like this whole nother genre that's like so untapped for me and so like that has been a really great connecting point I also um in terms of like how it changed and whatnot I used to like really really dislike country music in high school I think it was just you know when you live in your hometown because originally I'm from North Dakota so like lots of country music there and I was just like yeah whatever like this is but now, like, recently I've been getting into a lot of, like, 90s old country music, and I'm like, this hits. I don't know why I ever resented this. I studied abroad the summer after my sophomore year in South Africa, and I got a lot into Afrobeats as well, so that's something that's also... And so I feel like my music taste is just literally all over the place, but it is, like, really fun because it's, like... Like, I can talk to people about how, like, I love this version of these, like, 90s country's band, but as the same breath, I'm, like, talking about 
my favorite Spanish singers who are like on tour and all over my TikTok. So as someone who grew up in the 90s when <laughs> like it was all fresh, it was all new. I love how we're now calling country music 90s country music because like when you're <laughs> in the 90s and these are just the country songs that are on the radio, you're not really thinking of them as 90s country music and now it has this label. So I'm curious about in that exploratory process, like how did you land? Is it something that you just kind of fell into? Were you exposed to it? And yeah. how was that connected to like social experiences versus your own curiosity? Yeah. So the country music comes in a variety of different ways. My, my first kind of like step is I listen to like a lot of the chicks but then, I know he's not exclusively 90s, but a lot of Randy Travis. Because if you guys didn't know. I am so surprised <laughs> to hear you even say Same. that name. Alan Jackson. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my high school yes. dedicated its auditorium to Alan Jackson. Oh, wow. You're familiar with the watermelon crawl. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Yes, I am. <laughs> and, like, fun fact about Randy, Randy Travis is he was in the second National Treasure which I like, I didn't put it together until like I heard some Randy Travis song, and then I was like, wait a minute, because that was like a movie of mine, Charles. I was like, wait a minute, was that Randy Travis? And then I looked it up, and Randy Travis was in the second National Treasure and sang like three or four songs. And I was like, what? Wow. What is this? So just like random things like that, and then like a couple, like one of my good friends, he really enjoys country music. He really appreciates like the older country, and like we were coworkers this fall. We did orientation. We were like co's, and we listened to a lot of a lot of old country together. So then it was like nice bouncing each other off. In terms of, like, more of the 90s music, Childish Gambino, which is, like, I don't know how I found him. I think maybe it was my brother. But I really, really enjoyed, because I liked how, like, all his albums are very different, and so I was really enjoying exploring that. But that man, if he can do anything, he can he's, he can sing very well. And he did a cover of this song, which is one of my top five favorite songs, of To Me Is So Into You. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, this song is so good. And then I was like, that song was, like, out of the 90s. And I was like, where, where else of this rabbit hole I can go down? It's funny when you I stop and think about what it is that I like and why do I like it? Like, how did I discover this? Yeah, because yeah. when you go into Spotify, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. Like, the recommendations and how you land to this person from there and hopping off and digging deeper into the genres, you can end up anywhere in this web of mm -hmm. music, which I love. It's also a very time consuming process. Like it can be, you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, it's 2am. What's I, I should be sleeping right now. And it's interesting to me, the social circles that I am or have been like connected to and yes. how like culturally those things were brought to me in my own versus just this listening to the radio and saying oh I really like that like yeah. that's something that's you know mine and I know like resonates like with me being alone so I'm interested with some of these pieces and it's a mix of both maybe for you too is it just you independently exploring or do you think it's the connections that you make with people and them bringing this music into your life yeah Ooh, that's a great question I definitely think it's a little bit of both yeah. because I love how collaborative the music like process can be and like terms of sharing or like in terms of like seeing what other people are listening to on Spotify and being like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. And then being like, hey, I saw you were listening to this and then like striking up a conversation about that. A lot of my music taste either starts independently and then I'm like, hey guys, like it's a talking point for me later being like, have you heard this song? I think you would like it. Um, so I think it kind of goes both ways because so much of my music taste is influenced by just like the people around me. Music sometimes for me is such a weird thing because sometimes I, I get into the 
the toxic mindset of like, I discovered this, this is mine. And then <laughs> someone else discovers it. I'm like, but I found it first. So you cannot lay claim to it. But also like my music taste is such a mosaic of people I've interacted with mm. before from throughout my life. Like people I might have not even talked to before, but it's like, oh, I found this song from them. I started listening to this genre because they really liked it. And I think that's really cool. And something else I was thinking about that I wanted to bring up were different styles of listening to music. Mm. I personally don't listen to whole albums mm. all the time. Yes, yes, I'm yes. more of a playlist person. So what yeah. what are you? Ooh, okay. It kind of depends. My like standard of how I normally listen to music is I'm a, I'm a song hyperfixator. I make up my like weekly weekly two weekly depending on like if the music is quote unquote hitting or not. I'll make like a playlist of just kind of like maybe the ten or fifteen like songs that I'm just like excited about or like a really like man this this is good. So it'll either be that or like um like this is something I like but I'm like not into yet so like it'll be like a running list of like oh here are things that like maybe I'll like but then I'll make like playlists that's like a certain vibe and so then it's like we'll put this on if we like we need this and making a playlist for another person is a love language oh, in my you. opinion <laughs> and and even like I don't know I feel like I want to do this to some more of my friends just like you should make me a playlist of like songs that you think describe me and I think that would be an interesting like thing to exchange with people I feel like that's a high ask for some folks. I love that so much, but I'm like, oh my goodness, what would that even, where would we begin with that? Yeah. I'm pulling up my playlist and it's, it's so funny to me, the, the diverse just genres that exist here between the yoga classes that I teach, like <laughs> everything that resonates with past memories, like good things, bad things, happy things, sad things. I love the way that music can shift in either direction the way that you're feeling in your day, but I'm curious from you, um, what do you think that music's role is in, in our well-being? Oh my goodness. I think it's support. It is like here to help you move through, kind of like process emotions, or like that's just kind of how I use it, whether that be if I need to be in my fields with some sad music, or I just need to like keep my energy up, or just like need to not have running thoughts. It's just like a very strong kind of presence. Yeah, I, I was like listing out the eight dimensions of wellness because like this is going to be part of a series of about music and wellness. And so like there are other aspects of like making music, writing music, et cetera, et cetera. But just even listening to music, I think it touches on pretty much all of them. Like, for instance, intellectual. You were talking earlier about like listening to Spanish music. And that's something that I've gotten into, like listening to French music and like bossa nova styles, mm -hmm. I think is really cool. And then so like I'm really bad at just comprehension general so like I can't listen to lyrics sometimes but just working on that level of comprehension and exploring and engaging with other cultures I think is really cool and we also talk about listening to certain music in a spiritual setting Lindsay you were talking about listening while doing yoga um, I've listened while doing meditation before it's just so important and I think that's really awesome how many aspects of life it can bleed into and especially with the the spiritual dimension of wellness, I think that music is this way of communicating that removes the need for words and puts, you know, feelings into sound. And it's just such a powerful thing, I feel. The sense of connection that it creates for people. Do you ever listen to music to, like, change a certain mental state rather than, like, aid or support it? Hmm, that's a good question. I think, like, the only time I can really think about that is, like, 
if I need to be like productive and I'm like ah when I'm anxious about things or like I don't want to do things they can help me feel more calmed down for mm-hmm. sure are there any other ways that you feel like music has helped your well-being in any aspect it's so grounding if I'm stressed about something or like I just need a minute it's just it just feels very grounding and I think that's so important when it comes to wellness for sure One of our past conversations comes to mind, Meaning Over Mood, that we had with Kelly, where we talked about, you know, doing hard things and because they're meaningful to us and how sometimes our emotions, our moods can create obstacles um, to doing that. I find that when I'm in those spaces where I need to do those things, you know, music as a background is what can immediately like switch the tone of the feel of my mood, um, the vibe of a space looking through this. I've got my Monument Avenue 10 K running playlist. <laughs> There's a, we're kicking it off with Beyonce on that 10K. one. Right. Okay. Um, and you know, when it's time to go to bed and relax at night, I've got my, my focus playlist and you know, yeah, sometimes you're having a hard day and you need the feeling of what you're listening to, to resonate on that same level. But sometimes I need to snap out of that. And when I need to do that, I feel like music is a tool that can help facilitate that shift of what I'm dumping into my mind and switch that focus and that feeling. And so you talked about Spotify, and I don't know if you want to talk any more about, like, the beauty of Spotify. I don't think any of us have Apple Music here. I don't want to, like... I'm a Spotify person, and I am a little irritated that the price, the the monthly fee recently went up. Oh, no, didn't. I'm very salty about it, but I'm going to continue on. There are problems with streaming services, and I've done some research on this before about how it's, it's hard to support artists using streaming services. But just for listeners, like the ease of being able to subscribe to Spotify for a month at a time instead of buying things separately on iTunes or something, which is something that I did for a while before I got onto Spotify. I have a lot of music in my library. It's like, it's it's so crazy. I mean, I hope the system eventually gets better with that. But that being said, what are some tools you use either on Spotify or otherwise to find like new music? Yeah, no, of course. Big fan of the daily mixes or like the song radios. The day list is back. (gasps) Yo, really? That's the one that like changes every like. Yeah, it it tells you like every like morning, afternoon, night or whatever. Yeah, and I get like really embarrassing ones sometimes. Like one of them ones was like sad girl goblin core evening. Goblin core? It said Goblin Core, and then you can click on Goblin Core, and then like Spotify gives you a Goblin Core playlist of like songs that fit under the genre. <laughs> this is the genre, apparently, and yeah. apparently, I really like Goblin Core music. Everything's I, a genre. Everything can be a genre. I just looked at mine and it says "Sad Country Slow Dance Friday Afternoon." And it says you listen to '90s hip hop and '90s dance. Here's some sad country. To help with that. <laughs> Do you feel called out? <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely humbles me sometimes, but I think that's just so cool. And then that has, like, the Discover Weekly. Um, again, like we were talking before, the social aspect of being able to follow your friends and stock what they're doing, that's always a plus. It, it's a unique form of, I don't even know if I'd call it social media necessarily, but it's it's unique and it's really fun to use. It's music media. It's a new way. I yeah. mean, and looking at the evolution of it, I even though I would complain about paying what is it now like $14 a month for Spotify or something oh, like no. that. I think it's worth it. It's worth the investment. It's worth the the way that you can explore. For legal reasons this is not a Spotify app. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like I feel bad cuz I don't I don't want to like 
say that Apple Music is less than because I... It's just personal preference. It's, it's just, just personal yeah. preference. That's it. So as a music listener, do you like going to concerts? I do, yes. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think also experiencing live music, especially with other people who also like live music, is literally the most fun ever. And then do you have any recent music recommendations? Oh, oh. Recently, I've been getting a lot into, like, a lot of, like, the rap songs or, like, that, like, sample from, like, music from, like, the 40s or, like, the 50s. I've been, like, really digging into the sampled songs recently. And so I think that definitely would recommend, if that's, like, your thing, listening to a lot of, like, the Isley Brothers who, like... If anyone's heard Ice Cubes, It's a Good Day, that's like the sample, or like Thundercats. But it's so fun because then it's like looking at the original song. I so It's so much fun. Definitely rec- recommend like that song and further going on that journey. And so for other people who enjoy listening to music, do you know of some ways on campus where they can form a community? Yes. I have a lot of friends who are like really excited about like the radio community. And so I think that's a really good connecting point there for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. (laughs) Thank you also to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Calder Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Helmendaller.